Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. So, started right out of school at Allstate, um, started in the mailroom, and now I'm a uh, uh, state in sales. You know what I mean? That's my, my whole deal, but yeah. now I manage, like, the, the Texas region, which is a... Uh, about nine hundred million, you know, premium. So that's mine. Right. So um, uh, got my my masters and my bachelors, all that good stuff. Off of all stage, you know, do that. Just put me in a good position in life. And uh, yeah, that's right. So they paid my, for your schooling. Yeah, they did. They paid for my uh, actually my 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 as a family my my parents passed and uh, I, I stopped playing ball. I just dropped out of school. Like, I just like real depressed or whatever, and mm-hmm. got that gig, and uh, they want to pay for my undergrad and my master's, That's all my awesome. license and uh, everything. So, and before you go on, something I want to say to you, the fans around the world, and everything, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear mm-hmm. what he said? He said his parents passed and he got depressed. And one of my articles I wanted, one of my episodes I want to do eventually, is to teach people how to survive. When your loved ones die, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a topic that's not talked about enough, and we gotta start teaching people that one day your ass is leaving here, regardless. Like it's it's part of the contract, right? It's part of the contract, mm-hmm. and people gotta know how to stay strong and things to do during this pain of mourning, and that'll be an episode I'll do later down the line, but I just wanted, since you brought that topic up, I just wanted to mention that because it's a, it's a rough thing to deal with. I don't know how I got through it because my mother, my dad, both my brothers are all deceased and they, they were, they've been going way before I was 40 years old. So, but I just have a, um, a determination in me like no other. That's, I can't even explain it, but there's some sort of confidence that, about you that I, that it did stick out to me, honestly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And talk with a, you, you just speak with like a certainty, you know what I mean? And a sureness about not just yourself, but situations like, hey, man, and you, you almost came across like everything will be okay. And that's what made me feel confident enough to. Yeah, you know, that's true. Everything will be okay, fam. And out of all the shit I've been through, bro, and I've been through some shit, right? Mm-hmm. It always turned out okay. Yeah. And you got a smile on your face, you're saying this shit. So it's like, bro, I might be all right. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm putting too much weight in some of these situations. You know what I mean? Right. Um, maybe I should be now, Everybody's life is different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody, we all could go through the same things. But your energy and my energy is two different things. But if I can give young men and women hope that it's going to be okay, um, I, when I talk... Believe me, I am telling it from experience. Like, I actually had my feet in the shoes. I I didn't do it from the sidelines. I didn't do it from somebody else's conversation. I actually lived it. That's the truth. So, go ahead, family. Uh Yeah, but um, this will be my decade for me here. Next month will be my role. Uh, it's just a good. I'm in a good position now. You know what I mean? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like a, you know, I'm in a strong industry. You know, and I'm black. 
Right. And, uh, not that many of us in the industry, so mm-hmm. just a blessing, you know what I mean? And put right. I've got, you always talk about, like, life insurance. I'm a, maybe, man, I, I bought life insurance at, like, 24. Right. I put, I put cash riders on them. And uh, I hit the halfway mark this year, you know, so not well, next year. Mm-hmm. So I just I look back at, like, uh, where I'm going based off the stuff you say on Vlad and just on some of your, your show that I've listened to. And it's like, okay, bro. And I, this is before I heard you say any of that. So it's like, I almost see it as maybe God. That was my intuition, but it was God. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, I know I messaged you about the situation with my, my wife and I. Right. But I'll be honest with you, TK, I, uh, I prayed about it. And I, I'll be honest too, I had to own my own faults and my own mistakes. Yeah, that's uh, true. Because normally that's what it is. <laughs> and you know, there's <laughs> our pride. And it's like, damn, I don't even want to think of the thought of my woman being with another man. But I do have to say, you know what I mean? Maybe I ain't say it to her, but I'm being saying to myself. I'm saying it to God. Like, hey, nigga, you did your dirt. You right, know? right. Just, now, tell, you, the, tell the world what, what you talked about and how, what's good about what you're doing. I want you to share with the world what you wanted me to, wanted to talk about. Then I want you to talk about how you gave it to God. Yeah, so my uh, my wife and I, we've been in a relationship for a long time. I mean, since we were kids, so uh, like 17, 18, and mm-hmm. it's a long-ass time, and you know what I mean? I had a lot of time to make mistakes um, in front of her, you know what I mean? And she has her own trauma before me, and we spent a lot of time together, but over the years, situations that maybe she, that I, just in our relationship that she's been through, they, they did fuck on my mind mm-hmm. in terms of... Uh, if you add all that to the situation about my my family, you know, me, me dropping out of school, me breaking my foot, which and no longer being able to play ball, just it, it, it really fuck with me. So, right. Me also too growing in a way so I, to I no longer have my my day one, not my day one, but my everyday friends around me. Mm-hmm. I'm having to think on my own. And what I reached out to you about was like, hey, basically, I'm still with the woman that I was with but we've been through some shit right where you know how do, am i am i i almost asked you like hey am I, am I making the right decision or you know how do i go about really dealing with i guess let me be transparent just infidelity you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um you hit me back immediately so thank you um but like I said, we, we, didn't, we didn't speak for a few days, and I just started to pray about it. And like I said, once I once I released it for my for myself, like, hey man, you uh, this this is the woman you need in your life. This is the woman that changed your life. You know what I mean? And the energy you put out there will always come back. You know what I'm saying? And maybe some and honestly, the shit that I've gotten back from my wife ain't the energy that I've given to her. It's energy that other other women before her. Right. And so I've reached out to you about that, like, hey, uh, you know how it is, like, player to player. You always feel, you feel some kind of way about, like, man, forgiving somebody is not a weakness. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, am I, am I, am I, did I speak to what you asked me? Yeah, I'm going to read what you, I want the audience to hear this real quick. So, because what I'm hearing is, what, and 
what I want to do is, um, so ladies and gentlemen, this is what the brother wrote. said, I'm a young black male in Texas. I make six figures in sales and with my company 10 years, no kids, no record, which is good. I'm a lottery pick out here, OG. I've been with my girl for 13 years. We got married during the COVID in November 2020. The question that he wanted to ask me, ladies and gentlemen, is that I have is, how do you discipline your woman if she cheats? In the past, we had our issues, and we worked through them. I just want to know how did Ice-T discipline Coco after the fact? I need your advice, OJ. Thank you in advance. Now, you know, Ice-T is a cold player. Cold player. See, I know Ice-T. too. Yeah, I know Ice-T for a long time when he was married to the first wife. Um, Seriously. Yeah, and... Me, Ice-T, I used to tell her Ice-T, too, back in the day. Okay. And believe it or not, I, I, her, Geraldine is her name, something. Something uh, is her name. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, it slipped my mind, but I know you're talking about Yeah, but believe it or not, me and her used to, she used to help me write jokes on the bus it's when so I was cool. young. <laughs> See, I got stories for days, yo. My life has been amazing. Me, yeah, me Ice T, yeah, his whole crew, we all toured together. And me and um, Geraldine, Darling, 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 I think it is. Darling, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. Darling. Um, she used to help me write jokes, dog, back in the day. I am cool. not lying. Cool. Ice T, when he had that situation with the homeboy, when Hunger came to Vegas, yep. and Homeboy got on the phone with Ice T. Now, apparently, she had the dude in the bed. The news, the nigga confessed to me. He's one of them bitch niggas, right? I'm gonna come to you, man to man, and all that. But a real player never exposes the girl, right? Never exposes the girl. You never, you never. If, 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 if a person gets caught, a man's supposed to say, "Listen, brother." You know, um, such as a one-night stand. It's two different things. It's a one-night stand, and it's somebody who's been fucking your mate for a long time. And that person keeps going back to that person. That's a, that's a, that's a relationship compared to a one-night stand. Now, Ice-T, obviously, to me, just had a cold game because he really, you never heard nothing more about that, what disappeared? Yeah, am I right or wrong? Are you right? You right? Because it was almost like it just disappeared. And they had a baby, and everything is good. Right. So there's just some people who just know how to talk to their people, you know. Like, and I don't think she wanted any problems. I don't think so. I think she got it together. She knew what it was, and they just left it there. And and I mean no issues, none. Yeah. So it's based on the man, it's based on the individual, and it's based on the relationship. See, some people can forgive, some people can't. I don't yeah. put myself in those situations because I don't know if I can forgive. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll replace the bitch first before I forgive. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm just that's just me. Everybody can't live like me. You know, I I'm just say before I do anything, all these damn pretty women out here and people got their shit going on and I you know, and I, I got I got um 
I'm confident, so I'm not a talk to a female. You know, so that's me. I know brothers in my past who said, TK, you've always had a fine bitch breathing on you. That, that's where I got that from. <laughs> and one of my homies said, because all the girls I've ever met were very attractive, so he said he married the first pretty bitch that liked him because he never really had a pretty woman. So <laughs> some people in life, you got to do what makes your heart feel good. Okay. You know, you don't live my life. You got to live your life. And if you want to stay with the woman, to the, to the men around the world and the women, if you want to stay with the person that you with, then do so because guess what? Most people, when they want to leave the person that they claim they love, do not have a plan to leave. They are they fall right on their face that they they're independent. They're, what's the word? Not their independence. Their um, ego. Yeah. I take them out that front door with no finances, nowhere to go. Out. Yeah, and and I don't mind people leaving. I just want you to have a plan right. before you leave. Because if you leave and don't have a plan, your ass is doomed. So with your situation, what I was hearing was this young lady had some issues. You realized that you was part of it. And the thing also that men got to know, Regardless if you're married or not, that's not your pussy. Regardless if you're married or not, not that, to the female, that's not your dick. You just got to hope and pray that the person you're marrying wants to be good to you. But you also can't navigate that person to go into my else's arms. Now, what I'm hearing, without even hearing your whole story, you guys got married young and y'all were together since y'all were young. And when you're young, thinking now you have an explored life. So guess what? The first inkling of a problem, first inkling of a problem, somebody is going to seek other avenues. Just human nature. Just human nature. Uh, Then they got girlfriends. I don't know. Girl, you should go start seeing somebody. And you hey, think man, bitch, man, Damn, bitch, get out of here, bitch. And that, yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> and, then, and then the bitch, and that bitch, and my DMs the whole time, like, bitch. So, like, come on now. I hit that girl. right on the nail, didn't I? Oh, so look, I say, your homegirl, she hates on me. I'm six foot, whatever. And her nigga, little lights, little nigga, look just like me, but he a midget. I said, man, right. don't be no fool. She hating on you. Right. <laughs> yep, and. She, and she fell for it. She fell for the, she fell for the fanfare. She she fell, she fell for the people on the sidelines. Yep. And um, it got her out there to do what she do. So now, when you confronted her about this, how did y'all work it out? Okay, she she brought up your past. You brought up well, her so okay, so uh, okay, so yeah, she brought she brought up my past, but. I was young prior to meeting her. I was just, honest, being honest, nigga was young. I was just Think about what you just said. You was being honest, right? Yeah. And you were young. But women don't forget, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't. And so she remember all kind of details. And I'm thinking that they, well, that shit is over. And it's like, nah. You know? Nah, dog. <laughs> you know, and so, um, but it wasn't even just that, right? You It's just, so just because in my mind, I think that I've changed. You got to show people you changed if you're going to be with somebody. Yeah, you know sure. And not bring up the past no more. Right. And so I can't say that I've changed if it's still going to be bitches chasing. Well, I might have changed, right? But it's still girls chasing me and, right. and being obnoxious and loud and stuff. So that don't make, you know, that don't make, that won't make any woman feel comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so um, what it was was really just really women before me even being with her um, and me being young and, and, and wild before her and then me getting with her. And the thing is, when you get with somebody, um, the woman might she'll like she'll be attracted to you because you're confident, you're tall, you're strong, whatever it might be. But you got to realize that other women like that nigga for that shit too. That's right. And, and right, so I got I I had to be mind. I wasn't mindful of that. I was you know, I was young, and so mm-hmm. as I grow and I got older, I said, hey man, these are great characteristics and attributes about me, but you need to fine tune that shit to where and, and set up boundaries with other not just women, but your homeboys, your homeboys that like being around you because you're the one that, you know, get all the, the mm-hmm. like you said, the fanfare and shit like that. Don't let mm-hmm. the niggas put you in a spot that got you out here looking crazy so that they can get you up the, the, balls, the leftovers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I was. I was just really, I'm being honest with you, nigga was living a mess. And, you know, but in, when you're young and you're black and you don't have, not even black, when you're just young and you... Sometimes you lose sight of your vision or your plan, and you start to maybe aid things with money and just just excess. And right. so the real was, okay, and not only hurt me, but hurt other people around me, you know what I'm saying? So we did it. Basically, yeah, she did confront me about it, and, you know, it, you know, it, was just, it was just real. I had to be real about it. And, we, and it took, it took to be honest with you, it took years. Right, but mm-hmm. what what made me type you was that okay. Um, I was just like I said, it, it, you know, sometimes what shit just is going too good, and he's like, man, maybe I'm tripping. There might be something around the corner that might, you know, what I'm saying like in Carlito's way or in Heat, where he said there's something around the corner. Right. I was so trying you to think like, you thinking that something is up. I don't think something was up, but at some time it was some. I think sometimes when you got like trauma or paranoia, sometimes you be thinking like, man, maybe this shit is too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something, something bad gonna be around the corner. But that's just negative thinking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you just stop going through a phone or nothing? Nah, hell no. I don't even do, I don't even do no shit like that. Okay, but it cool. was though was just that, um, you know, I think when you change, like I said, like if I, I can't, okay, I'm, a, I'm really, I really was a one woman man. But I needed to clean up my social media so that she could see that and so that the world could see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't just know that on the inside. I got to show that. To the, I got to publicize that. You know what I'm saying? So it was really more so that. And I wanted to see what you thought of my whole situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just you. I think you're a nice guy. You, you you chop down your social media. You want to be a good man, which is good. Now, oh, you got to hope and pray that she wants to be a good woman. Right. Was normally in moments like this, when the man wants to be good, it's a little 
little too late. Yeah. <laughs> because I tell men all the time, you fuck around all you want, right? But once a woman gets new dick in her life, it changes the game. Because new dick I have a bitch saying, I'm confused. I need more time. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to do. I do try to get back with her. But she's fucking. And the new guy, she's fuck with. No, it's all adrenaline, right? It's excitement. It's like, it's like a high. A Kevin the drink and a, 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 a Cadillac margarita with Grandma Ye with salt. It's like, <laughs> on you know, a whole nother level. So we got to hope and pray that she's on the same page. You're not feeling anything wrong because I know you said, well, how do you discipline her if there's infidelity problems? Yeah. So did you catch her cheating? Never. And that's what I'm – so look, right? That's where the nigga be so paranoid, nigga done did so much, that it's just that it might be in the nigga's head. And I've had, I've had homies tell me that shit, real. You know, like yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know her. I don't know her history. I don't know, but it's, um, until you actually have a situation, and don't go looking for nothing. Okay. Don't bring investigate. Don't check her phone. Don't do I always that. feel like that was some buster shit. Honestly, that just mm-hmm. didn't sit, sit right with me. I don't, I don't have my folks, but I still got my brothers and my homies, and so I just don't even kick it with niggas that. You know, check yeah. phones and do that kind of. I think you know. we all, every person, got a little somebody in their life that might text them, might say hello, might flirt with you. I think that's just life, yo. To really cut the world off because you want to prove to a man or prove to a woman you ain't fucking around. I don't think. I think it's good. To have some sometimes other people text you to say hello, or fine, and can we get together? And if you respond, you say no, thank you, I appreciate the compliment, and you keep it going. Yeah, you ain't got to entertain it. I just think that again, it's based on the individual. Gotcha. There are some men that would knock a fucking woman's head off if he saw her in her DM. So another man her DM. There's some women who could see that there was an honest text that you said, no, thank you, sweetheart. Um, you know, I'm taking that. She sees that. She can go off. That all comes back to who raised you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who raised you? Who raised these niggas? Who it all comes back to who raised you because your upbringing and the people around you are what molds you. And like I said, we are all human. And out of all the things I've seen in life, the thing that has hurt and put people in the ground and put people in jail is love, relationships. Yeah. Relationships, y'all. Relationships that put people in the ground and in prison. You don't believe me? All you got to do is get in your car on Monday 
and go to court. Real, real. And see the line around the corner from domestic violence to child support. Is that bad? Yeah. Is that yeah. bad? Can I ask you something? Can, well, first, let me say this, and thank you honestly so much. Um, like I said, man, I, every time you speak, it just feel like it still, always felt like home for real. So mm-hmm. thank you, never, you, never, you never talk stupid neither. You know what I mean? Right. So, so thank you. Um, but something I notice, you always talk about uh, right this that it almost it seems like you're at you're at peace with life. Uh, yeah, I'm at peace, y'all. You got to just put a smile on my face. It feels like it, I guess I could tell that, right? And it's like, um, I guess my question is, maybe it's two-part question, but I hope you don't think that you're about to die or nothing like that, bro, because it, it does come across like that. But then, two, it's like you, I can tell you're at peace, right? And it's like and it's like your heart is filled with love. And, like, what, what is that? What what brought you there? After every your story. My accountant used to... I used to think I was crazy because I thought about I think about death every day. Me too. Me too. But death, thinking about death fuels me. I think something was wrong with me, but my accountant said it the best. He said, nah, TK, he said, you think about death because it fuels you. You don't waste no fucking time. Keep moving. I keep moving. And that's what keeps me going because I have so much I want to accomplish, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't play. I ain't sitting around with the, with the game because guess what? You only get one shot at this motherfucker, yo. It ain't like you go on vacation and you come <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. It's it. Yeah. And I enjoy life so much. Listen to me. I enjoy life so much. Like, I love it. So when I talk, I talk about, it sounds like I'm I'm, I'm going to die soon in a sense, but I talk about it because I want people to be prepared. Right. You know, I do, I, I study a lot of documentaries. I read a lot. Ninety-two percent of them of people in the world are not prepared for old age or death. They they say that ninety-two percent of people are in denial. They never think of themselves getting old, and they never think of themselves putting away money. And then guess what? One day you're seventy, you're seventy-five with nothing. Hey yo, you look, you look, man, you look so good for sixty, bro. I, got, I, I can't wait, man. You look, but you don't got no wrinkles. I know. I take care of myself, yo. I don't play. Bro, like, you look, I, you I, order the water or something. What the hell, bro? It's like, I, mean, I think, it, I think, it, I think it got to be your DNA, and um, I don't really know. Let I have a gift of controlling stress because I do get stressed, you know. And not other people's stress, but the stress that really used to give me when I used to catch my cases back in the day and thinking about going to prison and shit. But then I used to take that same energy and fight the cases. I used to fight the cases um, with the same energy and win. Gotcha. And, I, and, and when I would win the cases, then one day I realized, Man, take that same damn energy 
that you are fighting and winning these cases and put into your career. Yeah. So most people look at success in the comedy world as you got to do TV, you got to do movies. But see, I did my research on this years ago. We are ne- blacks have never really thrived in the TV and movie game because that's not our playing field. Like you go, if you watch TV every other day, you see a new white person. You're getting a break, right? You're like, dang, I never heard that person before, but that person got a TV show. Yep. This person got this. This person got that. But if I told you to do your, or do some research and bring me back the statistics on African-American actors and actresses, you will see that we are not really working. Right. And we have the illusion that blacks are working because every now and then you'll see Kevin Hart somewhere you see Chris Rock somewhere. Yep. See, I never went that route. I'm a businessman. I tell people that all the time. I tell people that I'm a businessman, and comedy is my side hustle. My you know how I can tell that, though? Because you talk about insurance, and um, people don't even are not even aware of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, with insurance, you win just by living. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you you point out you literally point out the shit that they try to hide from us, right? Um, yeah. So thank you for doing that. Seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's important because not, I want people not just to be in the insurance game. I want one take care of your health first because that's where the problem is, right? Mm-hmm. See, if you got health, you got everything. Yep. You got so you, yep. So if you if you eat right, if you don't drink a lot. If you go on the on the walks and, and avoid um, aggravation and the pettiest thing, like I don't deal with pettiness. I don't deal with uh, senseless conversations. I will um, get rid of a person quick, like a I'll turn a I'll, uh, I'll turn a person off like a light switch <laughs> if you come into my life with BS. I just, I just don't, I just can't deal with it. You yeah. know, so, and then I allow what comes into my world. Like if people call me with negativity, if I see the phone call and I know it's negative, I want to pick up the call because I am in charge of what I want to hear every day. Yeah. So if someone's calling me with something negative, I'm like, yo, can I call you back? Because I, my days are beautiful. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, good. Yeah, my days are beautiful, yo. I I, I only allow certain things into my life where some people are listening to everybody's mm, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and see, and once people vent and drop that negativity on you, they feel better, right? They feel good because they undropped it off somebody. Now you're carrying around their bullshit. Yeah. Well. I don't do that. Oh. I don't do that. But what you got to also do, going back to staying focused on your fan, is with your girl just live by example. Do you still have the social media? Nah, I deleted it. Deleted it. Smart. I it. Yeah, deleted it. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it won't be in vain. Yeah. Hopefully you did it. It is a show. 
that you care about her. Because love is tricky, right? You know, love is tricky. Um, I, I always believe in bet. I bet on me. And what I mean by that is what you just did was admirable. I think it's awesome. But imagine now, you're laying in bed with this woman 10, 15, 20 years, and then one day she wakes up and says, I don't want to be with you no more. Yeah. That's deep, ain't it? It is, yeah. And to the people listening, and some this has happened to people, I want you to know, I want you to think about what I'm about to tell you. It's just life. Yeah. Don't get upset about it. Don't be like, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Don't do it. Just say, you know what? It's okay. I gave you some of the best years of my life and vice versa. And if you want to go, go. Because all the yelling and screaming is not going to get you anywhere. You just got to know that that relationship ran its course. Y'all did the best you could. Sometimes you had children. You raised children. If you still got kids and, and people are going separate ways, you will meet somebody else. I'm just tired of the um, seeing men climbing the windows, killing um, people. I saw a, 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 a video where a girl was cheating on her boyfriend. The guy was chasing her, and they ran into a tree. I don't know if you saw it. That nigga was tripping. Yeah, I did see that shit. Yeah, he got in the, and both of them, the dude and the girl, started running. And the dude was chasing behind him. Now, all I thought about in my head was, what you chasing that beast? No, he's, he's deeper than that. Now, watch. See, when the police comes, the person that was chasing him and going to jail. Like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the girl and guy, going they're not going to jail. <laughs> All they're going to say is, this is the attacker, this guy with it. Because there's no, guess what? There's no law about cheating. Damn. I ain't think that shit. You're right. You're right. There's no crime. You can't go to jail because you cheated on somebody. You're right. My feelings just hurt. But your feelings just hurt. So when you get in front of the judge, and you can say, oh, y'all, she cheated on me, and fuck her. But that's no crime. That's right. That's real. But you chasing a motherfucker with the intent to kill is a crime. And you're going to be in jail with with all dudes. Yep. That's a crime. Now, you locked up your girl that you're in love with is still with the dude that you was chasing. So now you locked up. They had a hotel, a new spot, eating ribs and shit. Drinking a Corona, <laughs> drinking a Corona, tripping about what happened today. Damn, I was crazy, right, babe? Yeah, you want some more sauce on your ribs? <laughs> yeah, that's a trip. So, TK, man, thank you so much, brother. Seriously, man, I, uh, that shit like so was good for my soul this morning, man. Thank you for real. Yeah, just, just, just be good. And, and what I'm trying to say is, whatever happens, deal with it. But make sure it's not on your watch. Make sure you're not the person that caused it. And if she does do something, just be man enough to take it on the chin. Yeah. And say, baby, this is what you want to do? 
Niggas said, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to give you one. If you really fucking with the nigga, tell him to take care of you, and you and, you, and we'll go separate ways. But if you just wanted some dick for a minute, I'm going to give you that. Right, you got 24 hours to delete the nigga number, tell the motherfucker you ain't going to fuck with him no more, and you just let me know. That's that's player, player, pimp to pimp shit, if that ever happens. And to the people around the country who are listening, keep it as cool as other side of the pillow. Like if, if you really like the bitch and you have sipping on your Hennessy or your Louis the 13, you say, yeah, bitch, I know you've been fucking with the other nigga, so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> if the nigga ain't going to take care of you and get you up out of here and, and put you in a good place, cause I want to make sure that you're straight. I, you don't like me no more. You don't love me. But I, I, I fucked up. I, I'm feeling you, though. I still respect you. She is calling nigga up. Matter of fact, we do a comms call and tell the nigga, yo, are you going to take care of this girl or are you just fucking her? Because she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's successful, she's successful for the moment. But babe, if you ain't, if you ain't fucking this dude to come up, you mismanaging your pussy. <laughs> and ladies who are listening, you never give bums pussy. You give bums change. <laughs> this, is the, this is the TK Kirkland podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, it's going to be an awesome week coming up Friday. Catch me in Chicago at the entrance, 15101 Dixie Highway. Me and the great Melanie Camacho. Then I fly out 520 in the morning, head over to Hartford, Connecticut, Saturday and Sunday for the world-famous Funny Bone. Yo, get your tickets. It's going to be one hell of a show. This is the TK Kirkland podcast. You have situations. You know somebody that's going to do something. Hit them. Hit me in my DM at TK underscore Kirkland to my friends in Australia, Japan, Dubai, South Africa, Egypt, to all the people that hit me in my DM. I totally appreciate it. Um, to the people that hit me and I said I'll get back to you, I promise you I'm going to get back to you. I'm just a busy, 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 busy man, and I got to live my life too, but I'm definitely going to do it. But until then, don't do nothing crazy. Um, stay out of trouble. Stay focused. To you, my man, um, whenever I come through your city to do a show, make sure you hit me. This is my number, locking in, and we'll talk soon, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you, TK. Take care of yourself, my man. To the world, may your pain be champagne. This is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Peace. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.